previously on the Loyal Littles podcast. All right, if you could be a cartoon character for a week, who would you want to be? Oh my God, Scooby-Doo. <laughs> nice. <laughs> you like them Scooby snacks? <laughs> Man, it, not even the snacks. Like, have you seen those sandwiches? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, they're amazing. <laughs> to the Loyal Littles Podcast. On the WTFC Podcast Network. Hey, Roxy. Hey, Chuck. Hey, Hey, Littles. Littles. Roxy. Chuck. Happy anniversary. I know. (laughs) Two years. I can't believe it. Two years. We This past Monday. So we're a little behind. Mm -hmm. So, oh, happy Thanksgiving Eve. Yes. Most importantly, the big show threw us for a loop. Oh, my gosh. Threw us for a big loop. We didn't think there was any way they would ever do a Thanksgiving no. show. We were planning on doing Thanksgiving or the Friday, and now they're doing shows on both days. So we're just hoping that today when we're releasing, they're not, so I we know. can release this. <laughs> but we wanted to get all this in. We've got so much to get in this episode. This we're is like ultra jam-packed. Yeah, right? Uh, okay, so we're going to start right here. Dear Choxy, I just listened to episode 187, which was fantastic, but not the point of the email. What do you mean if you do a Thanksgiving episode? The littles demand it. Okay, <laughs> I, sp- I don't speak for all the littles. You got me, but I demand. Yes, I demand it. Okay, demand is a strong word. I'm begging for it. Maybe begging isn't easy to read into from an email, so imagine it. Even a tiny podcast. It could be a little podcast of the Loyal Littles podcast. <laughs> All right. The title isn't set in stone. (laughs) FYI, I made a burger on the grill and forgot to add a little oil on it, and it fell apart when I went to flip it. You know what fixed it? Cheese. Cheese fixes all things. Brandon Brazelli, episode 178, Lebanon, New Jersey, as he writes it. Love it. Okay. So it's here. It's here, Brandon. We don't want your begging because, I don't know, that just seems weird. We heard you. We heard you. We're listening. We heard you. So here it is. We're here. Thanksgiving Eve. We hope that's yeah. okay. Uh-huh. Because as we know, we don't drop on the same day as the big show. Yep. So they're, I can't wait for tomorrow. I know. I mean, hopefully you're listening to this the day before and you'll have their show to listen to on Thursday and Friday. But first, Roxy, we have lots of surprises today. And one is that, you know, from time to time we do these apologies Because Chuck hears a dope and messes up. (laughs) What we're going to do this time is we're going to make it in real time. So please welcome back to the podcast, the one and only Oz, the great and flavorful. Hey, Oz, how's it going? It's going great, guys. How are you doing? We're fantastic. Now, one of the main reasons we're calling, though, is because we have an apology. Now, this is part of the the podcast, but I'm like, well, we're just going to do this live. So remember last week, Littles, when I was announcing the guillotine league and who's left and all that stuff? Oh, yeah. And I said... I know there's someone I'm forgetting. Oh, yeah. It was Oz, the Great Flip, who's doing very, very well. Very well. You Been actually, lucky. did you come in first last week? Not last week, but the two weeks before. Okay. Two weeks in a row, and I think second in the last week. Right. Okay, so you've been basically kicking ass. We're just going to say it. We know it's a holiday episode, but we're just going to say it. Uh, <laughs> so our apologies. So, I mean, I don't know how we left you out. I mean, I should have yeah, counted okay. the weeks and I'm, all that stuff, but you're doing very well. I'd rather fly under the radar. Yeah. <laughs> I'm the last one standing. That's all that matters. Yeah, yep, yep, it's true. Yep. It's Although a, you guys are doing quite well because you actually won this week. Yeah, you're totally right. I mean, we have all the thanks to, no one's going to understand this, but all the thanks to Bill Isaacson for that win. Mm-hmm. That's all I can say. <laughs> because he talked me off a ledge. 
because I pretty much was going to throw in the towel because I had two quarterbacks. They were both on by yep. and I was done and I was just like, I'm done. I'm done because I had no time because I've started this new show. I'm in rehearsals all day. But you're right. I had a very good week. I'm still in it, hanging in there. I don't know how next week's going to go, but we'll see. But Oz, as you know, it's our Thanksgiving Day episode. You were our second guest ever, which was our Thanksgiving episode yes. back in 2020. Yes. So yep. we're well. having you back again. Now, we're, the theme of this show is we're just throwing this together because Tony totally threw us for a loop. You know, we thought we were going to be the Thanksgiving or the day after episode. He's now, the big mm -hmm. show is the Thanksgiving day and the day after episode. So you said you have some ideas for like a very last minute type side dish or something? Yes, absolutely. I've Ooh. got a few of them. Okay. okay. Um, these are some of the things that we do every year. The first one, and I will get all the recipes to you guys okay. um, in PDF form. So that way, and the littles can just download it or or they can email me and I can email them a PDF so they can, you know, have the recipe and how to make it. Sure. But they're all really good and pretty easy to make. The most popular one is actually not even my recipe. It's my wife's. Oh. It's Lori's pumpkin surprise. And <laughs> the surprise is how simple it is. Ooh. It's basically just a can of pumpkin, a can of crushed pineapple, some walnuts, a little bit of brown sugar, and a little bit of cinnamon. You just mix them all together, warm it up, and it is fantastic. It is an awesome side dish for any time of the year, but especially around Thanksgiving. I mean, it fits perfectly with a turkey. Wow. I never would have thought to put pineapple and pumpkin together. Right? And walnut? I, I wouldn't have either, but she did, and <laughs> wow. it was great. She made it one of the first Thanksgivings uh, when we got married, and it was fantastic. And she's made it every year since. Wow, wow. That's great. love that. Okay. And some of the, ones, the other ones that we do, this time of year, it's great because all the root vegetables are in season. So we do a roasted root vegetable, which is basically anything like uh, carrots and parsnips and turnips and anything that you can find, you know, at the store that's on sale. You just cut them up into similar sized pieces. So, you know, maybe an inch or so. Toss them with a little bit of oil and a little salt. Throw them into a hot oven until they start to brown. It caramelizes them, it brings out the sweetness, and it's a wonderful dish to do with your turkey. In fact, if you want, you can even spatchcock your turkey, which I might have talked about before, which is basically cutting the backbone out and laying it flat, and do it on top of the vegetables. So that way, the juices drip into it, it flavors the vegetables, it keeps the turkey off the moisture, it's really good. And then, you know, there's a couple others. We have a dueling cranberry sauce thing here, Lori's Cranberry special and uh, which is a spirited cranberry sauce and my cranberry relish okay i'm not gonna tell you which one's better <laughs> but you know, but the point is they these seem really easy like you could yeah minutes they are they're like last minute things they don't take very long to make it's if you suddenly find out you're gonna have extra guests for thanksgiving here's a couple of ideas you can make you know and some of them like the roasted root vegetables it can be done at the same time as the turkey yeah mm -hmm. um or even right along underneath the turkey. So that way, it's two birds, no pun intended, one stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's like a corn souffle we make. I will get you all the recipes for these. Okay. Or our orange glazed ginger carrots, also really good. Ooh. A nice little sweet difference to go along with this wonderful meal. Wow. Well, that's excellent. That's exactly what we were looking for. I know. They'll still have time. Yes. You know, they'll, yeah, exactly. have, they'll have tonight and maybe tomorrow morning before the actual, all the festivities, if they need a last minute side dish. Or yep. Like you said, all of a sudden you found out, oh, we've got three more coming today, yep. you know, kind of yep. thing. Yep. So, well, Oz, we can't thank you enough. This has been fantastic. <laughs> happy Thanksgiving to you and yours. Oh, happy Thanksgiving. And, you know, happy we, we just guys, really appreciate well. it. We love that this is kind of becoming a tradition now. I know. We love that. Yeah, me too. It's so, so great. I love it. All right. Thanks again. We really appreciate it.
You bet. Thank all you. All right. Talk to you soon. Roxy, always great to talk to Oz. Always great. It's so much fun. Let's continue on. We've got so much to get into. Michelle Pendleton, episode 45, because this kind of goes along with it. Cheers to two years. I remember listening to some of the early shows before I was on episode 45 and hearing Roxy talk about cooking Thanksgiving dinner because she wasn't performing. Hope someone else is making dinner with her show schedule. (laughs) (laughs) Nope. (laughs) So... If you haven't, if you didn't know this, listeners, Roxy's like Superwoman here. Okay? <laughs> oh, she's, thanks, she's Chuck. Like, she does everything. Now, well, I'm, I'm doing my part, I feel like. I, I mean, appreciate I, I that. got the turkey. I'm, you did. I'm, I'm, that was a huge help. But Oz is like hooking us up again. Oh, my gosh. Besides yes. what he just told us. I yep. mean, he's had a brine recipe. And yeah, stuff I actually and printed out the recipe this time. So I'll remember for next time. Yeah. So that's the way we don't have to bother him every year. Because <laughs> I feel know. like that's what happens. Because we never keep these <laughs> like things. Help. Right. <laughs> Okay, let's continue. And this is based on our last great episode featuring Caesar Amador. And this is from Lee Gordon, episode 80. He says, in 1996, a group called Fun Loving Criminals had a song called Scooby Snacks. And yes, it was about what was in your lunchbox. <laughs> How do you know it was in my lunchbox, <laughs> Lee? Just kidding. All right, and let's do one more real quick. Now, as we from time to time, we have Littles write in with new fun, dumb questions. Yeah. Well, Ed Butt to the rescue. Ed Butt, episode 51. He said there's a TV show in New Zealand that asks, if you could be any animal, what would you be? Then they do 30 minutes on what that animal's life is like. Today, otter. Ooh. Okay. So we should maybe start asking that one. Instead okay. of like, what, kind, what fruit would you want to be? Maybe <laughs> it's more like, what animal would you want to be? Okay. I'd want to be a cat. All right. Done. Fair enough. Yeah. Duh. <laughs> okay. Now. Thanksgiving is upon us. We know that. And this has kind of also become semi-tradition, sort of. It's the one time of year, so bear with us. It's the only time of year we ever do some football picks because we have three huge games on Thanksgiving. We're very excited. Roxy's team is playing. I'm excited. I'm excited for the middle game. I'm kind of excited for all the games. Mm -hmm. So so let's do this real quick, Roxy. Welcome back to the podcast, Bob Sproul. Hey, Bob, how's it going? Hey, Chuck and Roxy, good to hear from you again. Good to hear from you, um, too. You've got lots yeah. going on right here. Uh, you might say that. When the absolute highlight of the year, of course, for us, was meeting the two of you in New York. Oh, uh, yeah. That was a pretty big day, and it will culminate in 12 days when Linda and I get married. Wow. I can't, 12 days. I didn't realize days. it was only 12 days away. Wow. Congratulations. Yes, December the 3rd. Yeah. yeah. Excellent. That's amazing. But we wish you both so much happiness. Yeah, it was nice to meet her yeah. as well while you were here. She's so sweet. Yeah. Yeah. That was great. That just a great occasion. And um, you know, we st- still talk about the Brooklyn Chop House. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. <was> so good. <laughs> well, listen, we've got some stuff to get into. We've got some business here. It's I, we love yes. that this is kind of become a minor tradition because we don't do picks on this podcast like ever we, it's not a sports right. podcast yeah but we did it one time and then we did it again so we're like well let's get it again you know we don't, we're not let's sure we'll do, do it, it every year but you know we're here now yeah. and but i did want to also give a quick plug though for your it's still littles picking games right on facebook littles, littles picking games yes and uh the grandstander blog and the grandstander sends congratulations out to uh Rockty for winning one of my uh confidence pool contests. Yeah, that's right yes Yes, thank Absolutely. you. That was so thrilling. Yeah. <laughs> Get another winner of a prize of small monetary value. That's right. Yep. So, yeah, Littles, if you want to get involved in those, head over there to Littles Picking Games on Facebook. It's a great little group to be in. Yes. There's a lot of no-cost yep. contests that yeah. Bob does, and it's so much fun. Yep. Tiny Chuck is still still kicking himself because he has not won yet. He, it, it, <laughs> 
aggravates him to no end that he is he's not one of these. Yet. God bless him. He's still trying. He's still trying. <laughs> he sure is. All right. Yeah. Well, Bob, yeah. let's get down to the business. We, what we like to do is have you pick the Thanksgiving Day games. Yes. Okay? So yeah. the yeah. first game of the day is Buffalo at Detroit, which I find very interesting because I'm wondering, does that just mean that Buffalo got to stay in Detroit? They're probably just going to stay there, right? Because their game with Cleveland was moved to Detroit right. because of all the snow in Buffalo. So now they're you know, probably already in Detroit, hanging out, waiting for Detroit to get back and do their thing. We don't do point spreads here, so we just want you to pick a winner. I thought that too, but they said on the telecast yesterday that they were going to return to Buffalo. Oh, which, okay. Well, interesting. I mean, they probably want to be with their families. True. Yeah, should, even though they're not going to be there for Thanksgiving. Okay. You know, I was starting to worry about Buffalo because uh, a month ago I thought they were the best team in the league. Hmm. And then they had those two losses, but they looked pretty good against uh, the Browns the other day. So I, and the Lions are playing well, although I haven't seen them play, but I, I'm going to go with the, the Buff Bills over the Lions in the, the first game. That's probably what I would do. And yeah. th for the first time in a long time I can remember is I think all these three potentially could be excellent games. Yep. You know, oh, yeah. They're, yeah. they're all the way the teams are playing this year. So let's get to the next one. The G-Men Giants at Dallas. Ooh. Okay. I think Dallas made a real statement the other day. I, yeah. I think they're the real deal. The Cowboys all the way on that one. Yep. I don't think that's going to be a contest. Yeah. Right. So, so far you've picked both favorites. Now I'm going to ask yeah. you to tread lightly on the last one. <laughs> okay. Uh, the night game is Roxy's New England Patriots uh -huh. at Minnesota. Uh, okay. At Minnesota. Now, Minnesota's coming off a beatdown, as they say. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yes, they are. But they're still a great team. They're 8-2 they right are. now. So what do you got? They are. You know what? I don't know. I, I'm curious what the line on that game is. I know you're not doing point spreads. It's, I can give it to you. I got it. It's two and a half, Minnesota. Two and a half, yeah. Minnesota. You know, I would have to go with the Vikings, although, That's you know. Okay. <laughs> you know, it's no disgrace they lost the other day, but to lose the way they did, yeah. that. I don't know, but I will never underestimate Bill Belichick and what yep. he might do. Well, and the now, other thing that's the two and a half, the hook is what interesting to me because they're not even getting the traditional three home field mm. advantage. So yeah. that's what that's yeah. what makes my antennas go up and I'm not yes. necessarily making a pick right yes. at the moment. But yeah. yeah, that's what's got me. But, but. but I, I will go with the, the Vikings because I have a picture of myself with Bud Grant and Carl. <laughs> and... Of course you do. Right. <laughs> All right, so he's got Buffalo in the first game, Dallas in the second, Minnesota in the third game. Bob, always a pleasure to speak to you. Oh, I don't want any thoughts on the World Cup, huh? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man, it's Thanksgiving. We'll save that we'll for save another that episode. For another. <laughs> what, what are we even doing here, man? <laughs> Thank hey, you so much for taking good, the time. Good talk to you, and I hope we can, uh, Linda and I can get to NYC next year again check in with you folks again oh, oh that we would, would be, love it that would be great yep. we really appreciate right. it thanks for taking the time okay take care guys bye-bye okay. roxy after two years it's always so much fun especially the ones we've met in person yeah like him and fortunately we haven't met oz in person yet. no We're but dying. we will we will we will someday but it's just always fun to get back to them and mm -hmm. see how they're doing and mm -hmm. what's new in their lives and stuff and seriously littles Little's Picking Games on Facebook. If you haven't been there, like I said, he does. It, it's not all about betting. It's like another section of Little's community that yep. do like it. Mm -hmm. And but Bob does these free contests that cost you nothing to join. And yep. he's oh, he's so generous. He always sends a prize yeah. to the winner. He sets yeah. them up. You'll get on his email list. You don't have to do them. He'll, he'll happily just send them because there's some that you might not know how to. You know, you're not as confident in soccer or golf as you are football or right, something, you know right. so it's just it's a fun time and like we said maybe tiny chuck will win one one day <laughs> maybe
Okay, Roxy, before we get to the Meet the Littles guest, it's now our turn to give thanks. We just want to say thank you to all our supporters. Yes. We had another anonymous person use the code wow. over on Venmo, which is LLPod. Yes. Use it. But seriously, we wanted to say thank you to all our supporters. It really does help us move the podcast forward and do some special things. And it covers a lot of the cost for shipping and yeah. things like that, all the stuff we send out. And we just really appreciate it. If you want to be a supporter, just go to our website. Boyalittlespod.com. Scroll to the bottom. It'll bring you to our anchor page and it'll give you all the details there. You can support the podcast for as little as 99 cents a month, Littles. Yep. 99 cents. That's yep. it. And you can stop at any time. But we also understand some people might not feel comfortable with the reoccurring every month situation. So that's fine. If you just want to give a one-time donation, head on over to Venmo and just use the code LLPOD. And you can find us there and you can give us a one-time donation there. We really appreciate it. And we are so thankful this year as we have been the last two years just to be doing this and getting to know everyone. And it's just been so much fun. Absolutely. And speaking of thankful and giving thanks, our Meet the Littles guest today, Roxy, if you would have told me two months ago, yeah, <laughs> we'd be talking to this person. I would have said, you're crazy. You're crazy. There's no <laughs> way. Because just about two months ago, he was on the big show. Yes. So to say we are beyond grateful is putting it mildly. We are just thrilled that he wanted to be a part of this very, very special Thanksgiving Eve episode. So don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Hi, Littles. This is Bonnie Burko from the PTI Show. And you're listening to the Loyal Littles podcast on the WTFC Podcast Network. played in this episode by an artist called Nolan Reed and this song is called Let's Try This Again. Now if you like what you hear the best place to find Nolan's music is on SoundCloud so just head on over to soundcloud.com backslash Nolan dash Reed dash music that is N-O-L-A-N dash R-E-E-D dash M-U-S-I-C and as always we'll play the full song Let's Try This Again at the end of the podcast. When you left, we only ended up lonely again. Let's try this again. Let's try this again. We'll start fresh, no judgment. All right, all you loyal listeners, I hope you're ready for a big treat. This is, I don't even know where, where to begin with this one. I'm hopefully not going to be speechless. Roxy, are you ready? I think so. All right, please welcome to the podcast. Dave Sims. Hey, Dave, how's it going? Doing well, Chuck and Roxy. How are you? Oh. Good to hear from you. This is great. It's a big treat. We're excited. You know, big episode for us. So yeah. we're excited to have you on. We really appreciate you taking the time. We kind of off air explained a little bit what we do. And uh, yeah, so let's just dive right into it. We know the loyal listeners are really eager to hear your story. So why don't you take us back, introduce yourself to all the loyal littles out there and tell us a little something about yourself. Well, a lot of cheesery, everybody. Uh, Dave Sims, broadcaster, Seattle Mariners Baseball Club, last 16 years. And uh, I live in New York City, born and raised in Philly. Met Tony along the way when I was a newspaper writer at the Daily News here in New York. And then most recently, I saw him a lot when he was doing the uh, Monday night football game. I used to fill in. I did Sunday night, Sunday afternoons and then Sunday nights. 
And there were a lot of occasions where I filled in for Marv Albert on Sunday night because he was doing a radio package there, or, or Monday night, rather. And that's when I would run into Tony. And then subsequent to that, you know, I, I started listening to his show when it was on 980. I guess it was on ESPN, probably online. And then when he went to the podcast, I stayed with it. And uh, he's just an absolute riot. He and, he and uh, Wilbon. I know Mike a little bit from over the years of seeing him at games when I was a writer and, and uh, doing NFL and college stuff. Well, so that's, that's my deal. Yeah, and if wow. I may say, it's people like you coming on his podcast that make it a treat for us. Mm-hmm. So um, <laughs> this is great. So take, so where did you go to school again? Uh, I went, well, I'm born and raised in Philly, and I went to a little D3 school in West Virginia, Bethany College, uh, which my wife to this day says, how and why did you go there and why did you stay? <laughs> and it's in the middle of nowhere. But it worked out well for me because it was so small uh-huh. that uh, I played baseball for two seasons, football for one, and then... The last couple of years, I got heavy into radio station and the uh, newspaper, and there was a stretch there where concurrently I was a sports editor of the paper and sports director of the radio station, and uh, I was wanted to be a broadcaster, and, and things more, it really worked out. I've, I've been lucky. You know, knock wood, thank God. <laughs> now, what was your major, though? Mass communications with an uh, English minor. Okay. Cool. So the question I have is, did you always know growing up as a kid and as a teenager that you wanted to go into something like this? Oh, oh, goodness. Yeah, no question. I mean, yeah. growing up in Philly, if it isn't the most sports crazed town in America, I'd like to find out who. Yeah. Who it might be more. So, I mean, I grew up going to baseball games. I'd see, you know, Willie Mays, Sandy Koufax, John Drysdale. I'd go to football games to see Jim Brown. We'd see Wilt Chamberlain when he was with the, the Warriors before. And then, then when he came back with the Sixers. So, and then I, you know, I played. But I was a four-year baseball starter, two-time MVP, outstanding player. I got four baseball letters, three football, and two basketball. Wow. And uh, so, you know, jock through and through, and I knew that, you know, I knew I wasn't going to you know, be going anywhere as a pro. But, you know, I can't, I'm still trying to remember, going through the, my memory bank of who it was, and somebody said, you know, you can go on sports media and still be doing this because, you know, you know what you're talking about. Right. You, know, you got a passion for it. And that's, that's what I've been doing these last <clears throat> years. So, <laughs> but see, this is, this is exactly why we do this, at least for me. I did not know that you had such a sports athletic background mm-hmm. and you played mm-hmm. so much. Mm-hmm. Wow. And you never really, I mean, did you ever think you had the, you had it, ambitions to go pro like in baseball? Oh, yeah. I, yeah, course, don't right? sure ambitious. I didn't, you know, I didn't hit enough. I was a good defensive catcher, but I didn't hit enough. And I played, let's see, like I said, four years starter in high school, two years American Legion. We won the city of Philadelphia one year. Uh, we're runner-up another year. Made the all-star team both times in American Legion ball. Like I said, I lettered in football one year, returning kicks in my freshman year. So, and, you know, played in our murals, the whole thing. So, sure. you know, jog through and through. All right. So right after college, what's next? How did you get your big breaks and stuff? Internship after sophomore year, Philadelphia Inquirer. Got a byline within a week. You know, the, working for, what was the old line from the Superman show? For, working for a large American, uh, you know, <laughs> American daily, that whole thing. And they invited me back for a second year. And then the third year after I graduated, when I graduated, I had a job there. And then I, at one point, being one of the few African-Americans as a sports writer, I was the first black sports writer at the Inquirer in Philly. Right. And this was the mid-70s. Yeah. And at that point, you know, there, you know, people trying to, I think we may have to get a little diversity here. So... <laughs> You know, at one point, at one point in August of 75, I had on my table, I had an offer from the New York Daily News, the Chicago Daily News, 
and the uh, Philadelphia Inquirer. They said, hey, you're going to be our, our college sports columnist and beat writer. And But I took the job in New York because I always wanted to, and my mother was a New Yorkophile. We always came up to New York. We had family up here. We'd come up to do shows, the whole thing. And, mm-hmm. and so I came, my, my mother said, you're 22, take it now. Who knows what's going to be happening at 35. So I did it, came in, jumped. And you want to talk about jumping, going from a little pond into yeah. the big pool of all. And a kid, uh, as somebody later told me, you know, threw me in the deep end and swim your way out. And that's basically what I've done. Wow. And so then transition from the writing to the broadcasting. Yeah, that was, uh, I had an agent, a gentleman who was a lawyer slash agent, and he had been working in London. He came back, and this was right around the time uh, Ted Turner was firing up CNN. So CNN gets on the board first, and then ABC Westinghouse combines to do Satellite News Channel, which was, and if you guys are from the well, all news radio station, you know, he gives 18 minutes, we'll give you the world. <laughs> So we, did, we basically did the same thing on TV. I think it was 22 on radio. This wins radio, 1010 wins. Just be give us 22 minutes, we'll give you the world. On satellite news channel, we were give us 18 minutes, we'll give you the world. And I did sports updates at 15 and 45, and I did that for a year, and then went back and did some work in Philly, and then came back to New York. I got a, a big break was uh, WNBC at the back at, at the opposite end of the uh, the clock from Imus. Imus was in the morning. And I did 7.30 to midnight doing sports night show, which uh, I got after, you know, they, when they started that show, Art Russ Jr. was a monster at WABC. NBC countered by having uh, the late, great Jack Spector. And what a format. Hey, everybody, we're going to hear from Billy Joel. And coming up after that, we'll talk about the Yankees and their starting pitching assignments for the next couple of days. But first, here's Billy Joel with my life. That didn't work. Comes as no surprise. It didn't work. Right. So I came in. I was there for the last two and a half years before uh, NBC got out of out of the radio business. And I had Mike Breen, who's you know now basketball Hall of Fame broadcaster for ESPN. He was one of my producers with Dominic Cugnelli, and we had a great time. And then when WFAN came on the scene in July of '87, I competed against them. And then uh, in September '89, I went over there and started working there for like three and a half years. So. Wow. It's been back and forth, you know, doing play-by-play. Temple University gave me a big big break. Uh, I go back there and do play-by-play on their radio network, which led to ESPN, and which is a bunch of stops along the way. And here I am just finishing my 16th year, Seattle Mariners TV voice. All right. Well, we'll definitely get into that in a little bit. I mean, but to say there was nothing handed to you, nothing. I mean, this no. is all this is, well, because sometimes people get the right place, right time. Mm-hmm. We've had Going on third, right? Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yep. And that wow. was not the case. You know, I, no, I, I was, uh, you probably heard the show when Charlie Steiner was on, I don't know, about a month ago. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I think I was still in, it was, yeah, we were still uh, in the playoffs. And, and I go way back with Charlie, and Charlie hired me but, uh, with uh, a, a job that held me over until I got the WNBC job. But he was telling a story about, hey, you know, nice little Jewish boy growing up on Long Island, wanted to be uh, the voice of the Yankees. And who would have thought, you know, I'd, I'd get a call and, and I'd be working with the Yankees and then I'd get a, a job with Vince Scully. I said, I'll see you and raise you because there is no way in hell anybody was thinking of a young black kid coming out of Philadelphia that would 50 years later be the TV voice of the Seattle Mariners. Right. Right. I said, you know, I said, Charlie, you had a hell of a lot better shot, you know, what happened to you as opposed to me. I mean, come on. Eh? And I can remember so many times. When I was doing stuff at ESPN, football and basketball, and Westwood One, and 
he'd go in and he'd show your ID and says, what are you doing? I said, well, I'm a broadcaster. So what do you do? Color? He says, no, I'm the play-by-play guy. <laughs> so eat it, right. as Tony would say. <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> now, the funny thing is, you, you did it earlier, and I loved it. WNBC. Now, Roxy yeah. kind of knows that. I made her watch Private Parts one time, <laughs> the, <laughs> the Howard Stern movie. You did. Yes, yeah. <laughs> because you Roxy's did. a little bit younger than me, just a little bit, actually a lot of bit, but we won't go there. And yeah. so I always have to do these. So she should know what WNBC means. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's, uh, that's how they, they you know, that was their whole campaign, and that was the separator from WABC. You know, so NBC. Love it. <laughs> so, all right. Well, listen, uh, we've got a lot more. We want to get into the Seattle Mariners. We hope you can stick around mm-hmm. for a few more minutes. Is that okay? Absolutely. All right. Yeah. All right. We'll be right back with... Meet Dave Sims. This is the Loyal Littles Podcast with Chuck and Ross. Welcome back to the Loyal Littles Podcast. And we are so, so freaking lucky. We have Dave Sims here with us. And Dave, now we want to get into the Seattle Mariners because mm. I know you probably don't know this, but Chuck and Roxy here, we met on tour. We do Broadway shows. Yep. And so we know what it's like to live on the road. I spent the first 20 years out of college living on the road doing various shows all around the country. Right. Now, your story is so interesting because I, I have to be honest, I was one that didn't realize that you were from New York. I had no idea. Yeah. But you do the games in Seattle. Now, some of the listeners might know this either. Let's start here. You do all the games, right? Even the ones on the road outside of Seattle? Oh, yeah. yeah okay, yeah. you do no, them all, the, right? Yep. Yeah, I, you know, we have an apartment in uh, Seattle, and I travel with the club all the time, yeah. Okay, so how lucky are you? Your wife must be amazing, right? I mean, how does... Oh, I, uh, as uh, <laughs> my Southern football friends say, Sonia, I kicked your coverage. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, it helps that the two sons are grown, uh-huh. and my wife... In the early part, like I want to say from 2007 to something like 2011 or 12, you know, she was still working before she retired, physical therapist, and ran a couple of practices. And she would schlep her way out to either Seattle or if we were in the Eastern time zone on a Thursday night or Friday. For the weekend, yeah. Yeah, would come out for the weekend, you know, Boston, Toronto, yeah. Cleveland, Detroit, everywhere but Texas. She would come to California because it's California. And Florida, because we had people down there. So yeah. she did that for a while. But then when she retired, you know, she comes to spring training with me and is out and we're together pretty much the entire year, which is a hell of a lot better. Oh, yeah. That's so that's amazing. That's so nice. Now, I mean, and let's face it, Seattle's not so bad either. I mean, come on. Uh, Seattle, I tell you what, Seattle is a heck of a town and especially yep. great in the summertime. Mm-hmm. Uh, usually the, the full-fledged summer hits around July 3, 4 and lasts to like mid to late September most years. Mm-hmm. And it's fabulous fabulous uh weather with you know the humidity you know how we get beaten down by humidity here in the east coast or in texas or in florida not the case out there no i mean it's well known on this podcast i've said it many times one of two cities i almost actually bought an apartment in while i was traveling right because yeah. i just completely fell in love with it mm-hmm. it's amazing and i know it gets a bad rap because of the the haze and the rain and da, 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 but i'm telling you those when you get those eight perfect days in a row yeah it's exactly. worth it yeah. it's so worth yeah. it it's so no worth doubt it. it is perfect and um you know, the other thing, you know, I like the golf and the golfing, the golf out there is outstanding. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Roxy and I are both golfers. We're not, bit. not pros. That's for sure. But we love <laughs> oh, it. I didn't say anything about being pros. <laughs> I just, <laughs> right. Okay. So I almost want to jump around, but let's just get into it this season. I mean, I didn't do the math in my head. I know you said how many years you've been doing this, but you were there the last time they made the playoffs, right? No, no, no you that was, they were, oh, that was one. Oh, right. Right. And, right. Okay. Uh, 01 was the, when they won, uh, what was it? They won, was 
yeah, that was the 116 year, I think. Yeah, that was Randy Johnson and, uh, and yeah, right, right, right and, all those guys. Right. And last year, 2021, we missed by like a game. We had a, a piece of video that went viral because we were, our social media guys were very smart and, and we want to document the curse slash drought being broken. So they had GoPros following us in the booth. And Mitch Hanniger hit a two-run single, eighth inning, game 161 to keep us alive. Then we spit the bit the next day. And then this year, Kyle Raleigh on that, what was it, September 30th, I think it was a Saturday night, hit a home run that clinched our playoff spot. And they had the GoPro in there again and of me making a call. And I had a good call and it went viral. And so that was really cool. And it, it, it was just a, an incredibly emotional time for the organization of players in the region. That was, it was great to finally make the freaking playoffs. Yeah. And I mean, for you, especially all those years following the team and. Uh, yeah. A lot of highs and lows. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. For sure. I think the lows have the lead. Yeah. But I mean, and then during the playoffs, you know, it was it was a tough time, but I mean, you had the one comeback, right? I mean, that was yeah, that comeback against Toronto, we were getting drilled. Yeah, and come back and win, and come back, win the second game, sweep uh, the two games in Toronto, which those fans may not recover from that for a while. And then we've got Houston by the short hairs in game one, mm-hmm. two outs, two on, up two runs, and you know, fateful decision to bring in Robbie Ray. I didn't have really have a problem with bringing in Robbie Ray. I, he wasn't told to exclusively throw breaking balls. And if you walk, you're Dan Alvarez, you walk him. And he threw a fastball, when, uh, an 0 1 fastball, and he hit it out. And that turned the table. Matter of fact, the show I do with Coach K, Basketball and Beyond, on uh, Sirius XM for our 18th year doing that, we had Dusty Baker on. And I was joking with Dusty, and he said, Hey, you guys had us, but you let us go. And I was yeah. like, Yeah, no kidding. Because we would have been in position to go home. At worst, one and one. Yeah. But it's a knock them off at our place and advance to the next round to play the Yankees. Well, that's what I was going to say to you. Now, I know it's all easy in hindsight and all that stuff. Now, I mean, first of all, at least you lost to the eventual world champions, I guess. But because mm-hmm. you did, you had your, your foot on their throats. Now, do you think, I mean, what's your best guess? I mean, like you said, it goes your way if you win that first game. I, I would have liked our chances. I mean, yeah. you know, on the season, what were we were seven and 12 against Houston, which doesn't sound like a lot. But a couple, three years ago, probably think 18 or 19, we were 1-18 and 18 against those guys. Right. And they have a very good team offensively, uh, defensively, the pitching's out of sight. But we, uh, you know, our fans, if you saw the one game we did get at home, game three against Houston, I mean, our fans, they stayed with us through 18 innings. They yeah. stood mm. for pretty much the last nine innings. Mm-hmm. And the place was just going bonkers, man. And, and I really would have liked our chances if we'd come home 1-1. One one. Yeah. And I think Dusty's a good friend, and he knows that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And that's honestly, full disclosure, Roxy and I are diehard Red Sox fans, even though we live in New York, uh, which is rough. But we yeah. were I was pulling for the Astros only because of Dusty. Mm-hmm. That was it. Right. And, well, they just picked up Vasquez. I mean, we, that was fun to see him yeah, playing, yeah. you know, because we followed him, obviously, for years. And But, yeah. Well, I guess, I've heard from so many people going into the playoffs and even coming out of the playoffs that, hey, man, we're rooting for you. You know, America loves an underdog story. And certainly uh, we fit the bill there. Yeah. Well, let me back up that when the playoffs started, because we didn't have a dog in the race. Obviously, no. we were definitely rooting for you because I, I love a good underdog story. Obviously, being a Red Sox fan all those years, <laughs> I am yeah, much, right? I'm much older. <laughs> and, uh, but yeah. And then when you went into Toronto, it, you know, what amazed me was how everyone just raved and raved. I, I think as Wilbon would say, I-95, I-95. I mean, Tampa and Toronto and the Yankees and blah, blah, you know, all these teams, how easily and quickly Toronto and Tampa went out. I couldn't believe it. Yeah. And you guys just yeah. spanked them. It was so great. Yeah. 
Because uh, yeah, I, so we hate those teams because they beat up on us <laughs> this year, and it was yeah, so yeah, great. Well, you guys had you guys had another gone out finishing last, so I mean, yeah. expect a, a next big year. Yep, this year. Yeah, it's crazy how that happens. It's so weird. Yeah. Well, as we say, that's you know, uh, Ron Washington, a third base coach with the uh, Braves, good man, good friend. It's his. Uh, that's how baseball go. Yep. That's right. <laughs> yep. Absolutely. Yep. Well, listen, Dave, we've taken up a lot of your time. We really appreciate it. But as we know, we're the fun and dumb podcast. So we hope that's okay if we ask you some fun, dumb questions. Let's do it. All right, Roxy, what do you got for us? Okay. If you could be a cartoon character for a week, who would you be? Wow, that's a good one. I think Yogi Bear, because he was funny. He was a wise guy. <laughs> And stole all the picnic baskets and jelly stones. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I love that. Love I don't think it. we've had a yogi at all. Yeah, I love bear. that. Mm-hmm. All yeah. right, what's a special hidden talent you have that no one else knows about? I'm a pretty good typist. I, you know, be from my newspaper. Yeah. So, I mean, it's not particularly extraordinary, but it's something. Well, that I it got the job done. It's right? a talent. No, it is. I mean, yeah. definitely. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think is the greatest invention of all time? Probably the television. Oh, yeah. That's a good one. We like that. Yeah. With the iPhone and all those products, a very close second. Yeah. The ability to do, actually live out the Jetsons. You know, you want to do a video call with somebody? Done. Yep. (laughs) That's true. We had Michael Sands on recently, and he that was his answer, the iPhone. Yeah. 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 And my wife always says, you know, some... I, I like calling my friends because, you know, I, I, having watched the Jetsons, and she says, well, sometimes you got to, she'll say, don't call me in the FaceTime because I don't have my Jane mask. Oh. Like, <laughs> right. Great line. Great line. Love right. It. That Love is it. good. Okay. Who would play you in a movie of your life? Oh, wow. That's a good one. Um, that's why we pay her the big box, sir. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's too easy to say Denzel. I don't want that to be, that's, that would be, I, I, I love Denzel, but I would think that's a trite answer. I think most guys my age would say Denzel. That's too easy. Um, okay. I mean, it could be it's him. It's a great answer. <laughs> we love Denzel. Yeah, I mean, I, oh, man. I'm trying to think. The one guy. What about James Earl Jones. That's another good one. <laughs> a little bit. He, he's a little, I love him. Yeah. <laughs> a little bit too, a little older than I am. Yes. Yeah. But that would right. be, I tell you what, put it this way. If they ever did a cartoon uh, about my life, I would want him to be my voice. Okay. <laughs> yes. Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. Or what's the other one? Oh, Morgan Freeman. Morgan Freeman. Thank you. Oh, Morgan Freeman. Oh, yeah. Either one. Yeah yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, come on. You can't go wrong there. Well, we yeah. always joke when people get stumped on that question. I'm like, well, if, if it's a female, I'm like, you got to go Glenn Close or Meryl Streep because at least you know you'll get nominated for an Oscar. Right. Exactly. You know? It's I, like, you know. I don't win one, but yeah, you're going to be right there. Yeah. Okay, this one might be fun. Hopefully, you, you won't mind answering it. But who's your celebrity crush? Uh, ooh, ooh. well, no longer with us, Marilyn Monroe. Mm. Oh yeah. Sharon Stone probably would be one. Okay. Oh yeah. Okay. Suzanne Plachet, who since passed away, she was one. You got a lot of crushes, sir. I love this. Yeah. Love hey, this. hey, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What group of kids would you want to hang out with? E.T., Goonies, Stand by Me, or the Sandlot? Oh, it's got to be the sandwich. Yeah. I, I figured that was a, <laughs> see, That's too easy. We'll throw you some that's, softballs here and there. See? That's too easy. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Roxy, let's end with some rapid fire. Okay. All right. There we go. All right. Coke or Pepsi? Neither. I don't drink soda. Oh. Good for okay. you. What's your beverage of choice then? These days, protein shakes. <laughs> be honest with you. Oh, vodka and tonic. Vodka oh. and tonic. <laughs> nice. Wait. So there we went is. from protein shakes <laughs> to yeah, vodka yeah, yeah, and tonic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
I like. I do like, they make a vodka tonic? Sir, we can hang out. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> right. uh, crunchy or smooth peanut butter? Oh, smooth. Star Wars or Star Trek? Uh, I love uh, Shatner, so I'll go with uh, Star Trek. Nice. I didn't watch a lot of Star Trek, but that was it. That Boston Legal show he was on. Uh-huh. Oh, right. I thought he was so good in that. Yeah. All right. The Brady Bunch or the Partridge Family? Cosby Show. Yes. <laughs> there you go. All right. One more, Roxy. We know it's right. coming. Here we go. Uranus jokes. Not funny or never not funny? Never not funny. All <laughs> right. Perfect. You Easy. Can't, you, can't, you can't go wrong with those. <laughs> now, we know you've upset one listener. That's all I'm going to say. I'm going to call her out. Claire Natola is a huge fan of yours. Huge, huge fan. Oh, is fan. that right? Yeah. And apparently you followed her recently on Twitter and it made her life. Yeah. She, oh, okay. That does sound familiar. Okay. A matter of fact, she said she, I think she was one of these considering to leave Twitter and she's like, I'm staying now. She's right. Like, right. So, <laughs> but it's very well known. She's not a big fan of the Uranus jokes. Right. So that's, that's <laughs> hilarious. So oh. anyway, <laughs> I try not to laugh and, and it gets me every time. Oh, yeah, well, right. especially when Tony and Wilbon, that's the best. Exactly. And, and, exactly. and you know, it's coming and they, and then there's, t- you know, what's the worst though is when Wilbon sets him up for what you think is one and so then he perfectly. doesn't go there. So perfectly. Right. And, and he then he doesn't do go it. there. And it's like, oh, it hurts. Yeah. It hurts. Yeah. So anyway, well, Dave, we can't thank you enough for taking the time to come in and meet the Littles. I know they're going to love this. Now go, we, what can we plug for you? Tell us everything. Actually, not a heck of a lot right now. I mean, I got my uh, I, my first basketball game is December 7th, Providence at St. John's on FS1 oh. at 6.30 if you want to do that. Okay. If anybody's, you know, if you're here in New York and you like to walk through Central Park, if if you if you see me, give me a lot of cheese and read. All right. Well, well that's definitely happening <laughs> sure. from us, for sure. Now, what about, I thought you said you did some uh, podcast with Coach K. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. I do uh, Basketball and Beyond with Coach K, Sirius XM. Uh, Channel 84 ESPN Radio. Uh, It's every Thursday, 6 p.m. Eastern. Okay, great. And what's your handle on Twitter so we can give you a follow? At the Dave Sims Show and Sims with one M. Okay, yeah. And we'll make sure we put all that in the show notes for you. All right, well, thanks again, Dave. We really appreciate the time. And as an homage to the big show, we'll get you out of here on this. Over or under? Over. Absolutely over. And do you ever Chuck Todd it? No. No. Okay. (laughs) <laughs> this was fun <laughs> well we're glad you had fun. So glad. we're the fun and dub show so we love this so good stuff all right well thanks again dave we really appreciate the time we know the littles are really gonna love this yeah i appreciate it good to hear from you guys and uh la cheeserie everybody and uh rock on you know all right all you loyal listeners we'll be right back hi this is carla Corrado from columbus ohio and you are listening to the loyal littles podcast on the WTFC Podcast Network. Friday five, Friday five, oh, Friday, Friday five, Friday five, Friday five, oh, Friday, Friday five, Friday five, Friday five, oh, Friday, Friday five, Friday five. Now it's time for Friday five, tell you why. Because it's Friday and it's time to jive. And when a little tells us in advance, then we actually stand a chance. It's time for the Friday Five, Friday Five, oh, Friday, Friday Five, the Friday Five, Friday Five, oh, Friday, Friday Five, the Friday Five, Friday Five, oh, Friday, Friday Five, Friday Five. Boogaboogaboo. Oh, that's
that's cute. Oh, that's Ritz. Hey, Ritz. Hey, everybody. How you doing? Well, happy Almost Thanksgiving. Almost Thanksgiving. Yeah, Thanksgiving Eve, I guess is what we call it. Mm-hmm. Hashtag eat your turkey, Sully. There you go. Very Come exciting. on, aren't we all like in our kitchen, busy, busy, busy? Well, <laughs> almost. Never too busy for the littles, though, right? No. To record a podcast. That is right. So here we are. Uh, we're going to do some Friday Five, which we're excited about. But yes. real quick, any big Turkey Day plans? Are you going to the parade, watching the balloons? What are you doing? Yeah, listen, you know, as as people know, we are neighbors. We live in Midtown, so it's kind of inevitable that some part of our day will involve the uh, parade, right? Yes, yeah. I Excellent. will be watching from my couch. <laughs> little so if you're watching uh Roxy, we should walk up though we're like literally three blocks away from where the parade goes through that's true right by columbus circle hey you know so maybe we'll do that at some point I don't yeah. know. she's definitely gonna sleep in though it's only her only day off in like 10 yes. days so yes. yeah she's a working girl yeah. yes yeah, i will yeah, yeah. be cheering on my sisters from the comfort of my couch <laughs> this year <laughs> Very Absolutely. excited to watch. <laughs> what do we got, Roxy? This is a special Thanksgiving Day pregame show. Pre-game. Thanksgiving Thanks- pregame show. This is perfect for this episode. Yes, this is perfect. This is by Greg Smallwood. Oh, right. From Ohio, yep. right? Yep. All right. Question number one. Let's start with the menu. Are you having turkey, duck, chicken, turkukin? And how did that thing get created without my favorite, the honey baked ham? Okay. What's a turkukin? <laughs> Rich, you have turducken. Oh, turducken. Is turducken? That, is that what it says? Turducken. That's the John Madden. <laughs> oh, Come I, on. You misread it, right? No, I didn't. It's spelled turducken. Oh, oh maybe they uh, spelled it wrong? Maybe. maybe. Turducken okay. makes a lot more sense okay. because I knew they were getting at combining, but okay. All right. I'm, well, I'm we're definitely now. not having that. No, we're having turkey. <laughs> we're definitely having turkey. Mm-hmm. Uh, is that yeah. what you guys do? Oh, listen. I have to admit, I'm not a turkey guy, and I think, unfortunately, I've tainted my kids. One of the girls does like turkey, so we'll always have some turkey, Uh, but even as a little kid, I did not like turkey, and my mom somehow accommodated me and would always bring out with great ceremony. Maybe she was just trying to embarrass me. I don't know. But she was like, I made you a meatloaf. Oh, really? Okay. I love meatloaf. Meatloaf's good. Me too. Interesting. Okay. Now, do you like gravy on your meatloaf? Or are you a ketchup guy or just plain? Oh, gosh. I'll put anything. I'm a big sauce and gravy guy okay, for yeah, sure. Yeah, too. Yeah. Okay. Roxy, not so much. No, I like the combination of ketchup with brown sugar and barbecue yeah, but sauce. you don't like gravy on your mashed potatoes. You don't like gravy I don't. And it's funny. I eat my turkey dry. Yeah, that's what I mean. Uh, nope. Yep. Now the sides and desserts. What's being featured at your table? What do you got, Ritz? There's definitely lots of potatoes, mashed potatoes, sweet potatoes. And I just made, in fact, and my kids love it, vegan mac and cheese. Oh. Like a dairy-free mac and cheese, which is always a big hit. Oh. Okay. I'm just, that sounds horrible. No, I've had it. I'm it's actually saying. pretty good. <laughs> but I'll trust you on that one. It's like cauliflower, right? Oh, definitely. Yeah. Come on, you got to have it. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. Well, look, I'm willing to try things. But <laughs> we do mashed potatoes, but you have your... Candied sweet potatoes. Those are Ritz. I had them for the first time last year. And 2000 in uh, 2020, actually. Oh, it was two years ago. Yeah, two oh, years right. ago. Last year was a nightmare. <laughs> we won't we won't name we names. We had them last year, sort of. We won't name names of where we went in Manhattan, but it was horrific. Don't go there. Don't go there. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, not oh, far no. from where we live. They're fine for bar food. They're yeah. not fine for Thanksgiving. Yeah, but they had like a prefix. And it's not Hurley's, don't worry. Oh, yeah. It's definitely not Hurley's. Yeah. No, no, no. no this is more... <laughs> 
north of us. Yes. Anyway. Anyway, uh, yeah. For so us. yeah, to your, it was amazing, and I I think that's one of the coolest things about getting married in a way is like the combining of traditions and, and creating your of, own, creating your own. But then there's I would have never had those. Had well maybe mm-hmm. I don't know, but you know what I mean. I normally didn't eat those, but you were like, oh, this is what we always had. So yeah, we, we had I'm, them. And actually, what fantastic. I made was even different from what I grew up having. Oh, okay. Yeah. I grew up not having marshmallows on top. Oh, but well, I put the marshmallows. You gotta, gotta have the marshmallows. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, what's Absolutely. number two? Absolutely. What's number two? Location. Did you travel? Go to parents, grandparents, kids, friends. Hold it at your house. So we're having ours in our house, our uh, apartment, just the two of us. We were invited to a few. Like, yeah, we were. Places, we were. But we're not. No. We're hanging here, and we might go to do dessert or something. Yeah. Somewhere. We're not sure yet. Mm-hmm. But are you staying in, Ritz? Yeah, we're staying in, I will say growing up, always at my parents' house. Cousins would typically come to our house. The one thing, and I know I'm going to get a lot of flack for this, I am not a big fan of the four in the afternoon Thanksgiving dinner. I just don't get it. Never have, never will. My kids make fun of me. They're like, you know, everybody else is done with dinner by the time oh, we sit okay. down Oh, okay, that's and what eat. I was wondering what you meant. Okay, because you threw me off because New Yorkers are known for like eight o'clock dinners yeah i was like don't tell me you're waiting till eight o'clock at night no so. i mean not that late but i just don't get the four in the afternoon like eating copious amounts of food <laughs> because never, there's so much you have to thing. pace yourself right right exactly <laughs> you need extra hours of eating time maybe <laughs> yeah well that's what we did last time two years ago we did the yeah like, i think actually i have a picture and the timestamp is at 5 30 yeah but growing so, up I, we, were, we would we, start at like two. Yeah, we were like noon one. Yeah. Yeah, one o'clock. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. All right, what's number three? All right, dinner is over. Now it's time for football. With only a few exceptions, the Lions have played on Thanksgiving since 1934, the Cowboys since 1966. Then in 2006, we started getting random teams in a night game. Are you satisfied with this schedule or has the time come to flex the Lions or Cowboys out of their traditional time slot? I really don't (laughs) give a poop. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it's funny that the Lions have been bad for a while now, Mm -hmm. you know, and it's like every year you kind of want to see them. But I think Tiny Chuck said it best a couple of years. He goes, it's the perfect game because it's there if you want it. It's on in the background. You don't mind if your wife says, oh, crap, we forgot this. Will you go out and get this or you know what I mean? So if you miss a half hour of that game, it's not a big deal. It's never the marquee game. Mm -hmm. But Ritz, as we've already heard on this podcast, we've talked about the games. This is probably the first Thanksgiving I can remember in a long time where all three games have potential to be good games, even though they're not great teams. Mm -hmm. But the games and the matchups, they could be good games. Listen, I definitely, I think I'm a sucker for tradition. So I think it is pretty cool that you got the Detroit Lions. And I know from friends of mine who are in Detroit, I don't know who are our littles from Detroit, but it's a big part of the culture growing up out there, rooting for the blue and silver. And then the Cowboys, of course, as you mentioned, picking up on that tradition. Yeah, I, I think for me, it's generally in the background. It was always a great excuse as a kid. Again, not a big turkey guy. So I would always duck away from the table and my mom would be like, where are you? Where are you? And dad would say, he's watching football. Oh, Leave him alone. <laughs> <laughs> well, I love the modification, though. I love the third game. I mean, the more football, the better for me. You want to put a yep. fourth game up there? Throw it up there. Hey, and uh, let's not forget, by the way, for the first time perhaps in history, we've got football on Thanksgiving this year because of the World Cup. Right. Yeah, that was brought to our attention recently. We were like... (laughs) 
I know we don't like to talk about soccer like, on, we don't the, need those uh, on the pod. Yeah, yeah. No, it's not no. with the, that we don't like to talk about it. It's that we don't know anything about right. it we don't to really, talk about yeah. it. I mean, that's on us. I get that. But, so. Well, now you, you can fully immerse yourself <laughs> yes, on, uh, on Thursday okay. and Friday. True. Yep. All right. We'll see what we can do. All right. What's the next one? What about holiday shopping? For years, most stores were closed on Thanksgiving. Then a few at a time started opening until we reached the point where most of the big boxes had Thanksgiving hours. Then COVID hit and the pattern reset. Which do you prefer? All right. <laughs> Go for it, Chuck. I, I'm, well, Ritz said it best. I'm a big traditionalist. Okay. I like traditions. Yep. I apologize in advance. Are we not supposed to call it Black Friday anymore? Is that it's called Black Friday? It's still called Black mm-hmm. Friday. I yep. heard somewhere that we're not supposed to do that anymore. I don't know. Oh, really? I yeah. Haven't. I mean, I just don't. You, you saw it creeping up. It's just as bad as like I think you'll go in a store tomorrow or the day after Thanksgiving. You'll see Valentine's Day candy right. you know, put out. That kind of. They just keep backing it up to the point where you know the people. Black Friday was a big deal. You mm-hmm. know to go shopping and stuff like that. Now it's like a whole month. Well, it's not only that, it's just, I don't even know how to explain it, but you know, people would then spend the night, Mm -hmm. get in line early. And now it's like Thanksgiving day. Yeah. It's like, these people should be able to go to their family. I know some places have to be open. Right. You know, people travel. So gas stations have to be open, things like that. Yeah. And like us last year, we didn't cook. So, you know, there's restaurants. I get all that. But as far as like the big box stores, you know, like Walmart and Target Mm -hmm. and all those, I don't know. I just, I'm not a big thing on it. Honestly, I like the idea of people having a place to go where they can just sit and relax I know that sadly that doesn't apply for everyone in the world but I do like the idea that only essential places be open and then save all the holiday shopping for the day after or even the day before well especially with the internet now that's right where are you on this yeah listen I I agree that we should all try to enjoy our holidays and I do genuinely feel bad for stores and I think if I'm not mistaken, isn't it Walmart that is not opening on Thanksgiving Day? Like, oh, I think maybe. Made, made That'd that be statement great. This year, maybe I'm wrong. You people out there in Little Land can correct us. I think also the online shopping has kind of extended that. So maybe it's not so much of an imperative for stores to open on Thanksgiving Day or midnight Thanksgiving night. Right. Because, I mean, I, I walked by Macy's earlier this week and already they're saying, oh, Black Friday prices are in effect. Right. So, right. Yeah, you know, it's all out there. I mean, look, yeah. I'm all for a good deal. And oh, yeah extended deals but i like my thanksgiving spending time with my loved yeah. ones and save the shopping for a later time well and you know me too i i don't like to hear christmas music now this year was an exception because <laughs> i did get to see the radio city christmas spectacular yes. before thanksgiving so awful of christmas music there's obviously christmas music in that <laughs> and all that stuff so uh you know there's some exceptions but yeah normally I just i've like already that. watched christmas vacation oh man she did it without me too that was, <laughs> i'll watch it mm, all the time i know all it's right so good What's five trees <laughs> All right. Last one. Number five. Although there is a bonus question, but number five, of course, Thanksgiving for many is the beginning of a busy holiday season. When do your decorations go up and the music starts playing after Halloween day after Thanksgiving, middle of December? Never. Are they always up? Okay. Some of those those are great options. No, some of those options were just graceful. But (laughs) Halloween, I'm sorry. Well, I just answered it. I just answered it. 
So mine's the day after Thanksgiving or night of. I think yeah, last year, last year we, we started the decorating of. night of because we both had to work on the day after, I think, or something. Yeah. So we're like, well, let's just get started. Yeah. So that's when we start. Night of. But, but yeah, I, listen I start that. listening to Christmas music the day after Halloween. Okay. No, it's a tradition with me and my mom and my brother, too. She'll call us up every day after Halloween and play the Alvin and the Chipmunks Christmas album. Of course. And right. oh, I will great. forever have that first song <laughs> ingrained in my head where he's like, hi, everybody. This is David Seville with your chipmunks monk pals inviting you to get aboard the christmas bandwagon and here we go and then they start singing jingle bells and right. it's great so yeah for me music is the day after halloween decorations are thanksgiving night or the day after now ritz for you when hanukkah is what the 10th this year so hanukkah is actually late in december it sort of coincides with uh, christmas this year oh it does yeah so i do agree with you chuck like i do not like when it starts when you have the holidays creeping into each other and starting to hear christmas music or holiday music before thanksgiving kind of bothers me uh kind of the joke that we have is that thanksgiving is the transition from pumpkin spice in everything to mint in everything right and I hate pumpkin spice creeping oh. into every food item. Just walk into Trader Joe's, you'll know what I mean. <laughs> um, but I do love chocolate mint. And mm. so tis the season come after Thanksgiving. And then you get all the mint chocolate cookies and all that good stuff. Peppermint. Mm-hmm. All right, Roxy, you said there's a bonus question, right? Bonus current events question. The NFL moved the Bills-Browns game to Detroit to avoid the massive snowstorm in Buffalo. Taking risk to the public out of the equation, would you prefer watching teams at full strength on a pristine field or watch them have a 60-minute snowball fight? Snowball fight all the way. All right, Roxy's chiming right in. (laughs) I'm going to go half and half on this. Uh, Oh, does this mean I'm Will bonding the question? No, what I was going to say is every week, no. But yes, once in a while, I want the snowball fight. It's so fun. I just love watching those conditions, and it's so much fun. And obviously, I don't want any of the players to get hurt, but they get hurt regardless. Right. So, whatever. But normally, especially, I don't even know if in playoffs, I mean, it would be kind of exciting to see one of those, but Mm -hmm. I don't know. You want it to be fair. You want the best team to win. And you just feel like there could be a fluke play on that. Where are you on that? I mean, I not, not necessarily snow, but I loved back in the day when you had, and my dad used to call it a mud ball, when you had the players and the fields would just be in such crappy condition. But now with like all the artificial turf and just all the fields being so carefully kept and manicured, you don't get that anymore. But like all those great pictures of the Green Bay Packers games back in the day and they're caked with mud. And John Madden would love when the turf was like stuck in a guy's face mask, you know? (laughs) Like, I love those games, right? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. They're iconic. All right. So thank you, Greg Smallwood, for the Friday Five. We really appreciate those. That's perfect for this episode. Now, believe it or not, this is going to be shocking to both of you. But since we've been on the air, we got another email. Whoa. Okay. It says, Dear Choxy, I feel a kinship to Dina now that I've listened to her interview. Episode 53? Yes. Okay. Is this Brandon Borzelli? Of course it's Brandon Borzelli. (laughs) It says, because I have been my kids' elementary school's PTA treasurer for eight years running. Usually, they rope you in with, oh, you are good with money, you can be the treasurer. Or, you can do math, be the treasurer. (laughs) And then you can never give it away. I feel like my kids will be in college and I'll still be the treasurer. (laughs) The worst part is... That being the treasurer has little to do with math or money. It actually is filling out paperwork, tons and tons of paperwork. And worse, it's a lot of explaining to people why they can't spend money that way. A request like, can I have money in case I need it? Um, no. It has to be a reimbursement. 
We're not a slush fund. Separate <laughs> topic. Thanksgiving. What are your go-to food items at the table? You cannot will bond the question. It's one thing. Ritz, is yours the meatloaf? I would say anything but turkey. I love Thanksgiving. If for no other reason, I am the king of the side dishes. Yeah. So, you know, oh, yeah, very yeah. often you go to the Thanksgiving table and you've just got so much to choose from. Oh, you've yeah. got your potatoes, you've got your salads, you've got your green bean casserole. It's fantastic for a guy like me who doesn't necessarily like the main course. Okay, we're going to let you get away with that, but that's totally will bonding the question, which he said you can't do. All right. <laughs> right. My... Guilty as charged. <laughs> he said my is my father-in-law's stuffing. He adds sausage bits, and my God, it's the only thing I will eat. Luckily, he sort of likes me, so he will place a bowl of it nearby where I sit. Tangent topic, is it rude to pile said stuffing on the plate prior to the traditional passing that goes on? I won't eat it until everyone has their plates loaded up, but I want my stuffing, and I want it first. It's like <laughs> calling shotgun. <laughs> Ancillary topic, how many people is too many at a single table before you break it up into multiple tables? Oh. Is Well, that depends how big the table is. It depends is. on how big the table is. Is there the a room minimum is. number to be the separate table? Like if you only have two at a spillover table, is that too few? Yeah, I would probably at least go four. Well, it depends how many people. You, right. You, we don't have enough details, no. Brandon. Okay. <laughs> FYI. I hope Littles participate in Jamie's Christmas card exchange. I've tossed my name into the hat and I'm really excited to receive Littles season's greetings in the mail. Who doesn't like the mail? Brandon Brazelli, Lebanon, New Jersey, episode 178. P.S. Is it too early for eggnog? Never too early for oh, eggnog. I disagree. Well, I don't drink I mean, I don't really drink eggnog, all, but so, yeah. I would say never too early if you like it. But I just don't do it. But I think, honestly, <laughs> that's another thing. I think day after Thanksgiving, mm -hmm. that's appropriate, mm -hmm. not before. Mm -hmm. Ritz? Yeah, I think you're right. Um, not that I'm a big fan of eggnog, but definitely it's one of those seasonal treats that we enjoy. Yeah, like you don't have it at Thanksgiving dinner, right? Littles, no. does anyone have eggnog at Thanksgiving dinner? I just don't think that's right. All right, you two, that's all the time we've got. Ritz, thanks so much for jumping on. It's been a while, and great that you're thanks here for, for this special episode. Me. This is great. Thanks for inviting me, guys. Love it. Have a very, very happy Thanksgiving. Yeah, you guys as well. Maybe I'll see you on Broadway as we're watching the parade. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. All right, Roxy, tell everyone how they can get in touch with us. You can hop on over to our website, loyallittlespod.com. It's all there. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Or LaCheeserie.com. LaCheeserie.com. Just click on our link. All right. And remember, if you need a grip for your stick. Go to StickGrip.com. If you need fog-free eyewear. Go to FogFreeEyewear.com. Ritz, do you like books? I love books. And you know why? Because what? I go to Aaron'sBooks.com. Yep. <laughs> and don't forget to use the code LLPOD for your discounts on all those sites. Thank you once again to the great Dave Sims for coming on to Meet the Littles. That was such a fantastic time. We really appreciate that. And once again, to all the Littles out there and Bigs, have a very, very, very happy Thanksgiving. And please be safe and enjoy the big show. Yes. It's going to be very exciting. But most importantly, if you do go out on Black Friday, or more importantly, if you're out shopping online, don't forget to use the code. That's right. I'll be here before you know it. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> this was fun. <laughs> I saw you out the other night Who could blame him for trying Table for two by candlelight You looked electrifying
devil may care completely unaware that you wanted to leave and that's when we met eyes you tried your best to hide pretending not to see me i know you think i've been pinned down i don't blame you for standing your ground it's not your fault for leaving i lay you down but i love you you miss me when you left we only ended up Let's try this again, let's try this again We'll start fresh, no judgment I know you still got the key to my apartment, yeah Let's try this again, let's try this again Let's try this again Let's try this again. I love you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When you left, we only ended up lonely. Let's try this again. Let's try this again. We'll start fresh, no judgment. I know you still got the key to my apartment. Let's try this again. Let's try this again. Let's try this again. Let's try this again. The Loyal Littles Podcast is produced by the WTFC Podcast Network and edited by Louis B. Crocco. And the Loyal Littles Podcast logo is designed and drawn by Eric Lonergan. Oh, yeah.